Welcome, dear friend. Thank you so much for investing time here with Victory Church. I am Gian, the founding pastor of this church from Odessa, Texas. I say hello to you and I say hello to the rest of the world watching. Thank you so much for being here with us. This is our Bible study that we do weekly. This time we are still developing the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans, the study about that letter. And um, so we start today, actually, chapter number 14. If you are interested in more of these episodes, what if you go to our website, vchurch.us? You will be able from, from there to connect with the YouTube channel, the Vimeo channel, the Roku channel, and of course, the Victory Church Odessa Facebook page. Don't forget the podcast. It is a privilege for me, and I thank you for the time you are investing. This time we are reading from the easy to read version in the chapter 14 from, from the verse 1 through 4. And we read, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, dear Lord, guide us through this study. Amen. And we read, be willing to accept those who still have doubts about what believers can do. And don't argue with them about their different ideas. Some people believe they can eat any kind of food but those who have doubts eat only vegetables. Those who know they can eat any kind of food must not feel that they are better than those who eat only vegetables. And those who eat only vegetables must not decide that those who eat all foods are wrong. God has accepted them. You cannot judge the servants of someone else. Their own master decides if they are doing right or wrong, and the Lord's servants will be right because the Lord is able to make them right. Today there is a big discussion about um, who is right and who is wrong. It is uh, like a, a competition. Have you noticed that? Everywhere you go, it's like someone wants to make a point. I am right, he is wrong. We are right, they are wrong. What we believe is right, what the other believes are wrong. And uh, probably it is based on uh, their own insecurities. It is based on the, their own fear of being accepted by the Lord God. And definitely because they don't feel loved. You know, when, when you feel loved, when you know that you are loved, you are comfortable with your own self. We all have our own struggles in our childhood and the development of our own lives, being teenagers or young adult life. We struggle with different traumas and we have so many incidents going on in our lives like abuse, divorce, death, accident, crisis, catastrophes, etc. All that affects how we perceive the world, how we see life. But uh, regardless of the context where you come from, regardless, even regardless of your own mistakes and your own personal disasters, your own decisions, your own mistakes, your own problems, regardless of all that, in the Lord God, we can find peace. In the Lord God, we can find in the name of Jesus, the forgiveness we need. And with it, 
the renewing of our minds. And one of those things that the renewal of our minds does is that gives us what we need the most in life, which is our own identity. When you finally discover in the Lord God, in the name of Jesus, with the power of the Holy Spirit, who you really are, your own identity is being so clear to you that you are a child of the living God. And that gives you a sense of, uh, first of all, being loved, and also that you are somebody. You are not just anybody or any, anyone. You are somebody. And you know, that is probably the internal search that we all go through constantly. And you see that in kids and teenagers and young adults and in all people. Everyone's struggling. It's like a, an insatiable need to discover who I am. And they try to discover their own identity through many things. Like, let me give you examples. Trying to be somebody in the school, in the workplace, sports, theater, or you name it. You know, even being isolated, they think, there's where I'm going to find myself because I need to define myself. And the thing is, it is a mistake when you are running away from God and you are running away from the Bible because the Bible and the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, all the promises from the Lord from the beginning in the book of Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation, throughout the 66 books in the Bible, you will find out how much the Lord loves you and all that He wants is that you will receive the faith to understand who you are. Define your own identity in understanding that you are loved. And you know what? It's challenging. But when eventually that light comes to you and you know who you are and you are comfortable with yourself and you don't have trouble accepting your own life, again, even with your own disasters when you were little or the disasters that you made. Eventually you find in the Lord the forgiveness, the reconciliation with God, and you are at peace with the Lord God, with yourself. And then is when you can start the restoration of your life, trying to make peace with everybody else, as long as they are willing to do it, right? And you know, it's the most amazing thing that you can have because you can enjoy your day because finally you know who you are. Paul, the writer of this letter, he went through so much and years, years later after he understood who he really was in the Lord Jesus Christ, he became a teacher, a mentor. The Bible describes that he became an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. The one outside of the initial 12 that the Bible declares clearly that he was sent to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, meaning to those who are not Jewish, those who are, don't belong to the uh, people of Israel. So Paul, here in the whole letter, 13 chapters have discussed many things, which I invite you to go through the 
studies about it because it's super interesting. Super, super interesting. But uh, now he is coming to some conclusions because this this letter, this book in the Bible, uh, we are getting close to the end of it. And now here in chapter 14, he begins with this uh, apparently innocent uh, topic, but it has much more than you can imagine because it goes to the core of Christianity. It's about finding your own identity, knowing that you are loved in God, knowing that you don't need to compete with anybody to earn His love. You don't need to compete even with your own self to, to figure out that you are better now yourself than the kind of person you were in the past because there is only one way to be right with the Lord God and is through the sacrificial blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. You understand? That's the core of Christianity that we are forgiven by grace. Everybody, people from all countries, whether it's Argentina or Denmark, whether it's in Alaska or in Nicaragua, could be in Taiwan, Tokyo, or Buenos Aires. It could be London or Dallas, anywhere in the world, regardless of the skin color or nationality, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is available for anyone who believes, which is the only requirement to receive God's forgiveness, to believe. You see how fair the Lord God is? That's why at the end of this section in the verse 4, listen to this. It says, the Lord's servants will be right because, because the Lord is able to make them right. So these four verses are deeper than you can imagine. As I am explaining to you these basics of the gospel in Christianity and how that affects your view, your cosmovision, and how you can approach life and face the future. All this is possible thanks to one thing and one thing only, the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ and His resurrection. The only one that came back to life to prove that He was the Son of God, the Son of the living God, a hundred percent human and a hundred percent God, Jesus. And through His blood, you can receive the forgiveness of your sins. Discover your own identity that you are loved. And you don't need to, to do anything other than believe and accept that gift of salvation and feel comfortable with it. So therefore, when you are there, you are so comfortable with yourself, you are happy, you have peace with God, with yourself, and the Lord is inviting you now to share the same message to everybody. The Lord is inviting you, inviting you to develop the same vision, to wear those glasses, the glasses of the grace of God, the glasses of compassion, the glasses of forgiveness, and also the glasses that will allow you to not judge anybody for things like food, for example. There are more things that I'm going to discuss with you through this chapter, but let's start from this particular thing.
Everyone comes from a background. In that background, you learn to eat certain things in the breakfast, if you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks throughout the day. In each background, you learn to celebrate certain holidays, and also you learn to do certain festivities by bringing to the table certain foods. So that is the reality of life. Regardless of the background, it doesn't matter what is what you bring to the table in a regular day or in a special holiday day. It doesn't matter. Paul says here, let's read it. Don't argue with anyone about their different ideas. Some people believe they can eat any kind of food, but those have, who have doubts eat only vegetables. Those who know they can eat any kind of food must not feel that, than, that they are better than those who eat only vegetables. And those who eat only vegetable, vegetables must not decide that those who eat all foods are wrong. God has accepted them. So we will continue developing this beautiful concept of the grace of God and how can we see people from God's perspective in the first thing that we, where we need to start, believe it or not, is with food. <laughs> food. It doesn't matter what people are eating. You have to be so willing to accept what everyone decides to eat, but listen carefully without judging them. Listen, you don't have to eat what other people eat. It's up to everyone to decide what to eat. But one important thing in your heart, if you know that you are a child of God, and you know you are, you know you are loved, is learn to accept how other people are and how do they behave to begin with their eating habits. We will talk more about this in the following lessons and Thank you so much for being here. I wish you a beautiful day. And if you can, share this link, whether it's in one platform or the other, with somebody. Somebody will be blessed with this teaching. And I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for watching. Have a nice day. By Giancarlo Vicitoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy, until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story, The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil.
Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase the best revenge on audio and video. Hey, 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 hey. That's all. That's all. That's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.